another episode of It's, it's for, for the, the table. table. We are the women of It's for the Table. And we want to bring a little something for everybody. That's right. To this table. We're here to share our experiences as authentically as we would at a Sunday brunch with each other. Unafraid to shine a light on topics otherwise kept in the dark. We're unapologetic. A little bit messy. But so ready to own our stories. So take an hour. Take off your bra. If, if you're, you're wearing, wearing one, one. Grab your drink of choice. Today I am drinking a protein smoothie post-workout. Yes, you are. Po- yeah, you're fresh off of that workout. Fresh post, well not fresh, I'm sweaty <laughs> post-workout, but looking like shit, but feeling great. She's lying, she actually looks really, I, the first thing I said when she came over, I complimented her on how good she looks after a workout. I would look like a trash bag. <laughs> She's Anyways, nice. I'm drinking a homemade iced coffee. Oh, perfect. Because I convinced myself to not buy it. Yeah, I thought you were going to go get a coffee. I was, and then I just, I went in my head and I was like, do you really need to spend this? And then I had iced coffee from yesterday that I made. It's just, it's a mind game. I have, okay, I'll just say, I'll finish this off. Let's be heard together. But I do have one thing to say about buying iced coffee because I always (laughs) see these memes of how, like, you shouldn't, like you shouldn't spend the six dollars on the ice latte like you basically like every meme is detailing that your your richness and your poorness (laughs) is coming down to you buying iced coffee every day and i'm guilty of that i'm like i can't buy iced coffee this week i spent x amount of dollars and then i'm like maybe coffee isn't the drink i should be worried about spending money on how about alcohol I think you could become way richer if you just didn't (laughs) spend money on alcohol anymore versus your fucking four dollar iced coffee yeah you're, you're not wrong. Like, why why is iced coffee so attacked? I think it's because you have it every morning. Like, usually, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, f- and it's th- th- any it's 3 to $5, whereas, like, how much did we spend on alcohol? And I spent over 100 bucks in two days on alcohol from going out to dinner two nights. Right, just because you wanted that really nice drink. Which and I don't blame you because I do the same thing. And it was a BYOB to both places, but then I went, oh had to go God, somewhere it else. it was a BYOB. Yeah, so shit adds up, and it's not the coffee's fault. It's not the coffee. Yeah. We need to stop attacking coffee. Yeah, alcohol. Jesus. It's your fault. Gosh. Well, anyways, anyways <laughs> in case you missed it, last week was episode 50. It was our one year celebration. It still doesn't feel real. I feel like we just started yesterday. I know. But then so, it feels like we've been doing this for 10 years. So Also, yes. <laughs> I, I co-signed both of those. So, yes. Happy birthday to IFTT. Um, so, in honor of our... F- 50th episode in our one year we decided to focus on ourselves in that episode so we actually talked about where we were at with our bodies physically and where we were at with our you know kind of like our mental health and what we felt about our bodies and and i guess how we how we treat it and the love that we do and don't give to it Mm -hmm. it's an awesome listen um i think everybody has gone through that especially recently with the pandemic and having to do less and move around less so um I think it was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, I said a lot of things that I did, never thought I would say, and I'm kind of proud that I was able to get that out. It's really therapeutic, and mm-hmm. um, and we get to hold each other accountable for that. Yeah, yeah moving it was forward. Nice. Um, if you're not, you should be following us on social media. We are at we are on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I always forget TikTok. At it's for the table. We do have a Facebook page. Please like it. And if you're enjoying our podcast and like our episode, please share with a friend and give us a five-star review. Yes, we, we would, would appreciate love it that. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Liz, do you want to open up uh, this <laughs> week's episode? I'm so excited. Okay, so if you are new to this podcast or if you've been listening for a while, Gabby and I did an episode about my law school journey. But that was what, about six months ago? Yeah, that was uh, middle of quarantine. And that's also when we were a three-person podcast. Yes, shout out Carl. And 
in that episode, I talked about my process of working two jobs and studying for the LSAT. I talked about applying to law school during the height of the pandemic, which affected everything. Um, I talked about retaking the LSAT, I think. I don't know. I just gave an update. I, yeah, I talked no. about yeah, my taking, number one school. Taking the test during a pandemic. Yeah. Everything like just like the whole process and like why I also I deep dove into why I even wanted to go to law school. Yeah. Because um, that's been something that kind of came into fruition. Is that the, is that the right yeah. word? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> it came into You're doing great, sweetie. Over the past two years, I would say around 2017 to 2019 is in the back of my head. But it really um transpired into something once I started going to therapy and realizing what I wanted to do with the rest of my life and how and the kind of impact I wanted to impose on the world yeah. and my life and other people's lives specifically women so that's my story if you haven't checked it out already I would give it a listen yes, but it's a little prequel obviously yeah <laughs> <laughs> but this is where I will update everybody on what law school I will be going to where it's at my process through all of it and i'm a little more solidified in my journey and i'm not everything's not so up in the air i do have an answer um do we want to give it up <laughs> it's it's so i told gabby that i didn't want to do this episode until june or july because i don't want to jinx anything but i think i have to just like put my anxiety aside and not worry about jinxing anything because i am i am fully committed yeah and uh, also it can be all about this episode can all be oh, but this episode can be all about manifesting that future. Right. There has to be a difference between jinxing and manifesting. Yeah. Because manifesting is good. Yes. Jinxing <laughs> is bad. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just stalling here at this point. Yeah. Can you just I announce it? I committed to the Charleston School of Law. <laughs> so when I recorded the episode uh, updating my law school journey, I don't even know if I brought up Charleston at all. I don't even know if I applied there yet to be quite honest i was very still stuck on temple yeah. beasley school of law because that was the only school i applied to last year during the height of the pandemic and i was awaiting their answer and that's when i got waitlisted last right. year so i was already so late to that process for to the 2020 school year and i didn't have time to apply to any other schools and i guess in the 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 happy coincidence of life that like me getting a no from one thing for one year transpired into me getting multiple yeses yeah. for the following year plus a lot of scholarship money a lot and of scholarship that's money. what it necessarily came down to i had no idea that i would even get scholarship money for law school i i like i said i the first time around i applied so late in the game that i guess i just like took myself out of the scholarship um realm realm so um since I was able to get a head start on the 2021 school year, I applied to multiple schools. I went on LSAC.org after I took my second LSAT and I kind of aligned my LSAT score with my GPA because my GPA is extremely high and my LSAT score was Small not flex. was not where <laughs> I wanted it to be, but I, knew, I wanted to see what my options were based on those two. And it gave me a list of schools that had a high acceptance rate for my GPA and LSAT score. And I just went out on a limb and applied to all of them um charleston school of law i heard i think my friend alice maybe talked about charleston before i think i've heard gabby mm -hmm. talk about it so i just applied to it because it's my acceptance rate the percentage was pretty yeah. high and also it's one of the top cities right now in america it has been yeah. it's the number one visited city Ooh. or like the tourist or whatever it is um 
God, I'm like so nervous talking about this. It doesn't feel real yet. But but speaking of tourists, we were tourists last week. Yeah, we were just there because I so I got accepted to Charleston School of Law in December, and it was the first school I was accepted into, and they gave me the thirty thousand dollar per year scholarship per year which i was very grateful for and in the back of my mind i still had out hope for other schools i applied to a couple other schools but for some reason i it just felt solidified then yeah and i just didn't know it was possible to move somewhere like there i didn't know right. what else that entailed but in my heart i guess i knew i was going there yeah, like you, I, you had a gut feeling. i was so and everybody like i gabby was the first person i called and then i called my mom and i um, texting my friend Ashley and stuff like that and everybody else's like uh reaction was that they were so happy for me but they just knew it was my top choice so I don't think anybody really expected me to go anywhere far right because I'd stayed local for state college or for right. my four years of college originally I've a Philly born and raised person mm-hmm. I never talked about moving to a different state it's never been in my realm I, right. I never envisioned it and your number one law school was was just right locally. there in Philly yeah. it would have so, been what 15 20 minute ride from yeah, not where even you live I now walk there actually yeah. but so I don't think any like nobody really seemed like that excited it just seemed like oh great like you have a backup plan this Wait, is amazing anyone no Gabby was very <laughs> excited Gabby was selfishly just because I Charleston is one of my favorite cities it's just it's so beautiful and it's just it's just a new place to be and like Mm -hmm. i don't know why but when she told me that she got into there i just envisioned her there and i envisioned her thriving there and this was before i ever visited charleston and i I applied there without yeah without ever i without ever even visiting it i didn't know the vibe there um so nobody really and i since nobody really expected me to ever go there or to move there that that expectation fell like into how they reacted to my law school acceptance but i don't know there was just something in me that like i i do think i'm over philly to some extent i'm over my life here i think i need to create a life of my own i've been over my apartment for a while i've been over like just like and just being the pandemic and like live yeah my routine like i've been in my apartment for the past year and just like thinking about my life and where i want it to go and i just don't see myself reaching my full potential here anymore and that was an extremely hard pill to swallow because i am going to be leaving my family and all my best friends and just a life that I've created for myself here but I think it's like time uh, Gabby will hate this line but it's time to move on it's time to move on but I'm it's not me moving on I still I'm still gonna I still have this life here I, I created yeah. the friendships and the memories and the relationships yeah and just like my I have a life here and right. I will always have a life here as long as my the, my people are here right and and um I always tell Alyssa this but her like best friend group is so tight and they're so I love my best yeah, friends and, and all my like I so, only have best friends basically right. you know what I mean yeah and they're so good to her and they're always involved in her life and I always tell her I'm like you're moving obviously away from where they're at but best friends they'll follow you anywhere like right. i know that people are going to visit you constantly i'm going to visit you mm-hmm. constantly like yeah you your mom I, I am i am your mom and and your sister and i think it's like already we, went to visit you yeah and we, we and went to go visit it. the school we went to we talked to the dean yeah and again that solidified it but i think what went into making my decision because i did get into a couple of other schools it doesn't matter because uh, there's not where i'm going um i did think I, I have spent a lot of time thinking about this. This is an irrational decision. It d- is coming down to money. It's coming down yeah. to where I feel like I can thrive at the most. And it is still like I 
every time I talk about it, they're like, you don't even seem that excited. And I'm like, I am so scared. And there's so much pressure to get done so many things in not a short period of time. And I'm just, like I said, like I'm trying to feel all of the emotions and all the emotions right now aren't all good emotions. Like it's not all happy. It's not all excitement. I'm fucking picking up my entire life, moving somewhere by myself to start law school. And aside from me getting a bunch of scholarship money, it's a lot of fucking money to go there. It's a lot of money to move. And as of recently, like talking to the financial aid office and seeing everything that I have to like take out and do to make this even like slightly possible. It just makes me feel like when you try and like, propel your life in one direction to get out of a certain circumstance to better yourself to get a higher education sometimes the world just isn't designed for people like that it's, it's not a cut it's not used to people not having trust funds right. or a, a huge savings account or a lot of money or right. family help so it's like i'm genuinely doing this all on my own right. and it's so scary and after gabby and i visited the past week like i kept like she's just been such a, like a positive enforcement like f- for everything and like has been like i can't I'm just start crying if you cry i'll cry i'm just gonna you know right if you cry i cry I'll no cry. It just, gabby has been like just my shoulder my rock my everything through all this because like she's been getting my 3 a.m text message of me having so much anxiety of all my questions of me questioning if this is even possible but like i think <laughs> that going there with Gabby and seeing how like no matter what she took my all my negativity and made it into something positive that she just <laughs> made me fully aware that like I can do this scared like I can do this right. no matter how I feel like and I'm I guess that was just like what I needed to I needed somebody to be positive for me and to make this feel like possible when everything in the world is just like kinda, it feels like against me in some way but I just am embracing doing it all scared as long as I have Gabby by my side and all of the people that have been supporting me through it. And they're just like happy t- for me to get out and to change and to like just embrace a new life yeah. and create it. Just very scary. <laughs> but again, like I can do it scared. It's like that's right. I think that's the motivating factor, too, is that you're supposed to do things that are scary. And if I was comfortable, I would know that that was the wrong decision I was making. But it, is definitely the easier decision to make. I got into Philly schools. I've gotten money for them. It just, right. it just doesn't feel right. If, if, if right. like it feels, too, it feels too safe. To, it feels too safe. And I think that's the scariest. I think that's scarier than me taking the risk is to not take it, I guess. Yeah. And I, and I listen, I don't, I, I really don't think Alyssa gives herself enough credit to like, how far I already she's cried pushing once. i'm just i need to let I like listen, i cry on the podcast it took, never listen, at least happened. at least we made it to 51 episodes without both of us crying oh my on the, god on episode. but no she also doesn't give herself enough credit of like she's also working uh, like crazy amount of hours right now just to to save as much money as she can to mm-hmm. make herself feel just a little bit better like we had plans this saturday and and you know she's like i, I can't now I, I have to work a double and it's like her grind doesn't stop. And I selfishly, you know, obviously want to spend as much time with her, but I know that she's just trying to to push through and make everything work out for herself. And I know that I financially, like personally, financially, I have help. Like I, obvi- like I have my husband, like my parents are able to help me out here. And it's, I, I take that so much for, for granted. And I don't, I, I never realized it 
as much until you took this journey Mm -hmm. recently with law school and it just i know that i wouldn't make it the way you're doing it because the, the amount of like intensity and grit and just I'm going to fucking do it no matter what type of attitude yeah, it's, is incredible. It, it, it's, it really is inspiring. And I, well, and I, I constantly have these visions of you throughout your day in Charleston in a couple months, just like living your best life. I really, really do. And like, I know we said in the beginning of this episode, this is going to make, we're going to make sure it's a manifest episode and not a jinxing <laughs> yeah. episode, but no, I, ge- I, I genuinely, I'm manifesting that. And I genuinely see it. I see you thriving in that new city. I see you making, you know, a group of new friends that you can rely on. Obviously not your best friends because yeah. we're from Philly and we'll come for you. That was really big of you to say. <laughs> I yeah, know that no, you did it's not want to mention new friends because hashtag no new friends. No new friends. Okay. You can have new friends, but you can't have new best friends. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fair enough. And I can also see you like genuinely thoroughly enjoying the classes that you were going to be taking and just being able to like learn again and learn something that is going to change your future and and eventually change the lives of others. Like you were just such a people person and you really don't stand for inequality or hate in any in any sense. And I just know that you're going to change people's lives one day. And it's just like really inspiring. And oh, that's so nice. And I know the, the like week that you leave is going to be the... I don't I know <laughs> like because I haven't even been able to like focus on like the leaving people part I know there's so much like and it's also creeping up like, it, need... like it's May this and weekend that's, and so it's just like I'm I'm constantly in a battle between like having and needing to work yeah. so much to like set myself up in any kind of like better way right. than like what I started out with and stuff and like this passing the year pandemic obviously I wasn't working right. so it's just like an added level of pressure and I have always worked so hard to make money but it's just yeah. like there's it's just like you listen you uh, it, there's never enough money to start a whole different life and yeah. start law school <laughs> like everybody would have to work for something and i like i, t- I totally get that in my financial situation like just because i don't have um a rich family or come from this like that's I've, I've never blamed that ever because it was always on me and i like yeah. i always like it's it helps my it's part of like who i am yeah like working for who i like for what i have and i have a family that fucking loves me and i have like people that look up to me like my little sister to hopefully aspire to be like one day so like i have that going for me but it's just it's so annoying when you don't have like the financial part of it behind you because it's like that's not my fault right it's it's not anybody else's fault either it's just it's just the way the cookie crumbled And so it's just like having to push myself in that extreme and push my body and my mental well-being past my limits right? because like to make money. So I'm in that battle of like knowing what I need and knowing I have to work to get it. And then also like I have such a limited amount of time here in Philly with the people that I cherish and love so much. So I'm like I'm, I'm working so much to where I'm not getting to see all of my people where I have to like cram everybody in and I have like a list of like my friends that like I need to see like still because it's been since I st- it's been like almost two months now and right. I'm like well it's I, because you have a crazy work schedule I know too. but it's, like, it's so hard to like if so like that's yeah. where the balance is right because I'm like I'm I know I'm leaving soon but I'm like I know I'm leaving soon so I have to work too right. but it's just yeah it's a weird I miss people it's a weird situation where you want to celebrate your accomplishment of getting into law school but you can't yet and mm-hmm. you still have to grind literally up until a couple of weeks before you leave mm-hmm. but in the end it's like i just and know I'm it'll just, all be worth it and i know that i know but it just like sucks like there's so like i have to like fit, like even yeah. my one or two days off i have to like see people because i'm like i don't know 
how many more of these dinners I'll be able to go to. Right. And even though I'm like so tired and so burnt out and also stressed out and there's a lot of pressure. Right. I just have been like, I guess putting that aside, even if it is for like yeah. an hour or two of dinner to like fully emerge myself in everybody else's kind of presence. Right. And like, it's, it's me driving up to take my sister to work, even though that's only like 15, 20 minutes in the car. It's 15, 20 minutes in the car that I'm not going to be able to do soon. Right. It's just so sad. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to be a fucking mess. <laughs> a mess. Cause I haven't, like I said, I have been so hyper-focused on right. all the like logistics and the finances right. and the the moving and the finding of the apartment and all that stuff that needs to be that needs to be figured out so i, I haven't even like let my emotional side really let, have its yeah, place because it, yeah. if i do i i don't know if i'll ever leave <laughs> like i have to like right ignore it to some extent because right. it's just I, I just love people here so much. But I much. think I, you're really going to realize your first year there how blessed you really are because I, I know so many people are going to be visiting you. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people in your friend group, including me, that, you know, whether run their own business or work in the right. industry where, you know, you can take days off during the week and, and things like that. And it, it's going to be great. I think it's just probably really hard because like you said, you've, you've never left Philly. So you're so used to mm-hmm. this circle that you've created here, but you know, people are going to want to be, um, continuing, you know, to enjoy your circle in just a different state. I just, this is Gabby on a record saying she's going to visit me so much. I will call Gabby out every fucking future podcast episode. If this bitch does not come visit me in Charleston. So all the time, <clears throat> every day. So it's funny because I keep telling her that when me, so me and Jeff got engaged in Charleston mm-hmm. and ever since then we fell in love with that Which city. Which is just so weird. Like the yeah, connection. Yeah, the, the connect. Like that's what I'm saying. Because I remember when she first told me, she was like, oh my God. I, like, I don't even know if I really knew that. Like I, like, no, I, I, I don't heard think you talk about it, but I never like put two and two together. That I told that's where you that after you told me you applied for it. And you just vacationed there too. Like I'm like, it's yeah, we, so I mean, weird. We, we love we love Charleston. Like I, I couldn't, I don't think I could sell it enough to you because uh, it's just awesome. And, and you know, because of that, like me and Jeff try to get there every chance we get just because uh-huh. we really, we find it home to us now. And you know, we're me and him manifest and eventually would love like some kind of summer home there, meaning snowbirds. winter here so we can be snowbirds. Um, so it kind of works out. And, and you know, with my, personal business right now in food photography it's it's one of my favorite things to do right now i love photographing food and working with new restaurants and charleston is the hub for restaurants so i'm like manifesting like getting some clients out there and and it would be awesome to to visit you know a week on end with Alyssa and and have and have work out there too so you know this is a sign that anything is possible and you got to just trust your gut and you know make See, it happen this is the kind of energy that you need in a friendship i'm sitting here crying my eyes out about how stressed <laughs> and how much pressure and how scary this is and gabby's manifesting her having clients out there so she has more of a reason to go out there so she can be there so it's just like as but as much as you want to focus on all the yeah. negative it's so easy to it just there are ways to make it better and like and like when you put like your emotions and your thoughts and your envisions into yeah. into action like that's when it, it starts happen. to become something yeah yeah and it's true i mean because gabby I, could be sitting here crying all the all the time like that and be like woe is me like all like Alyssa's leaving me right. we're not gonna be able to do this anymore which is like the mindset that i've taken right. because it's the easier one to take right and you're just already envisioning yeah. your life out there and and my life which is 
I'm so grateful for. Like, yeah. that's so nice. And, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not doing it to be nice. I'm doing it because I know it's going to happen. And that's the kind of person you are. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take that compliment. Well, Gabby and I were just in Charleston. The food was, I can't stop thinking about it. it oh, my God. It's the If you haven't been to Charleston yet, you got to put it on your list. It's the best, best I, there food ever. There were so many recommendations that Gabby and I did wind up right. hitting all and, of them. and that's only because me and jeff have been there like a million like, times so now yeah it's like, so we just know all the good spots and my friend allison's in charleston right now for a wedding and i was able to give oh, her, you so many, her so many so oh, many recommendations awesome. but Make when sure I, she goes to leon's i know she has a reservation tonight actually Hell i'm yeah. so jealous but <laughs> shout out leon so when me and my sister and my mom went to go visit the school in february the weather was not ideal it was like right. the rainiest coldest february they said they've ever experienced so it was nice to go in nicer weather with somebody that's been there before. So now when my mom and sister come back down to visit or any other friends, like I have like all of this, like new knowledge, new of, knowledge yeah, of just like the place. I'm like already a regular, but yeah, I mean, we, when we went, we were able to, to, to hit up e literally everything Every on our list. I and have no regrets. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Charleston, um, is kind of like Philly where you can escape the city and go to a beach like mm -hmm. the Jersey shore. So they have Folly beach down there, which is an awesome little island and it has some great food spots it there. It's like 20 minutes away. Free beaches, by the way. Free beaches. Free. You can just walk on up. I think no parking, beach I saw a sign for $10. Yeah, <laughs> parking $10. No, but they have that beach. They have a little area called Shems Creek, which is kind of like the port for all the fishing, but they mm -hmm. have really cute um, bar and restaurants right on the water. It's really fun. And then obviously downtown, which is just great. Like there's just so many cool little neighborhoods and eating spots. Um, it's just and so pretty to walk around. Like right. I just what I wanted to just walk around there it's forever. Beautiful. I wanted and to be there. And there's palm trees. I, just, I know. I, when I see palm trees and in the city, houses, it, it just changes my attitude. It was just a whole vibe down there. And Gabby and I did look at apartments. I had like six or seven lined up and we toured one and i canceled every other one besides no, we another toured one. two we toured two but after the first one i was like i'm canceling half of these right. just because but also like i think that's a gut feeling it had it it literally checked everything off your list and it was like far away more. enough from downtown to where right. it was like there's some space like so it's like because yeah. like i as much as i want to be like a, a free-range chicken in charleston <laughs> and live my best life i also am going to law school right. like it's, I, not, I, it's not for a party i do it's, have to yeah. be serious and i do have to take my studies very seriously and my right. alone time and i don't even that's a whole but that's, that's something that you love though thing. you love your alone time i i know exactly. but i'm just not used to studying in it so i have to make sure i'm like right. creating this space right. where i feel comfortable to relax i'm for in a sure. quiet place but also what's great is yeah you're going to be in charleston for three years or you know you don't know what the future is maybe you'll get a job there you don't mm -hmm. know but what i'm saying is your law school years are going to be three years there but your apartment lease is only a year right so even if you know which after i didn't look at it that like that way either i even said that to right. my mom my mom was like oh i didn't even think about that yeah you're not you just think everything is like just so yeah. committed i guess like you don't yeah. realize the in between. that it's so permanent uh -huh. but yeah i mean you could be there for a year really take the time to like figure out what your studying routine is mm -hmm. how you know getting around the city or the other small like areas mm -hmm. of charleston um getting to meet new friends all that kind of stuff and then after the first year you know maybe you, you want to move here instead you move in with a couple other law students you, you just never know so at least it's like a year that you have that decision to kind of figure it out versus like committing to three years right which right. is nice um but, you know, after we did all the hard work of looking at apartments and figuring out certain spots and the distance from A to B, um, we did en enjoy 
we indulged a lot in the cuisine. Too there. much. Too much. So um, there is a restaurant called Zero George <laughs> <laughs> that me and Jeff uh, discovered the first time we went to Charleston when we got engaged. And it's gorgeous. It's like an old... Um, it's an old um, Charleston style home that uh, I guess some rich white man used to live in, but it's a huge property. And it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's on the corner of George Street and it was converted into a hotel, but also they're known for their restaurant and bar. They make like handcrafted cocktails. It's mm -hmm. amazing. And their food is like top of the line. Mm -hmm. So I said for our last night, I recommended that restaurant because like... Me and just Jeff a had, whole scenery yeah it the was whole beautiful. i mean if you think of like what you want charl like if you can envision what charleston would look like it's that restaurant mm -hmm. like the vibe the look and feel the, the cobblestones around yeah like the, the vines down to the, the food the and gates, even the drinks yeah. everything the courtyard everything right and i was like this will be perfect to like end <laughs> our trip and like she'll get a feel for like what charleston you know the whole vibe is and we dressed up so cute we took a little bike taxi there we were feeling <laughs> nice <laughs> And also the waiter was really attractive. Very attractive. I wish we got his name, actually. We should call back. We should, yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> you can. So um, so we finally sit down and we're settled and we're just like, our mood is at an all-time high. We're just like on cloud nine. We're feeling good. And we order the first drinks. And then um, the hostess comes by and she goes, okay, here's... She gives us this little, <laughs> this like little, this little postcard menu. And I'm like... This is the full. I'm like menu? looking for the food menu. Cause yeah, like, and I was like, okay, this is weird. I also was aware that this was like a fine dining restaurant, but I, the scenery was like I was fully game. I'm like, well, enjoy yeah, so we many cocktails. Yeah, we were gonna indulge. We were we like a little bit of food. a higher. Yeah, we just check. we well, just yeah. wanted really nice cocktails. Um, plot twist. Plot twist. Uh, <laughs> it ended up being a. <laughs> I still crack the fuck up at this. It went, go ahead. It ended up being a, a tasting menu. The only a tasting menu that you could not only drink at, that you could not get yourself out of. Right. Like, so we were, we sat down, they served us these, these four little like appetizer plates. One was which in a by, plant. Like a literal planted pot, which by the way was like, it was beautiful. The presentation was ridiculous. It was phenomenal. But and I'm like, oh, is this like, so they bring it to us and we're like, oh, is this what like is this? complimentary? <laughs> Our dumbasses are like, oh, this is so nice. Like, but when you get a chance, bring the menu. And she told us what it was. And I kid you not, the, our faces went white. Cause and we're we just staring like, at each other. What? Cause like I, Gabby and I went to so many restaurants in our couple days there and I enjoyed right. it to the fullest. And that was more our vibe. Like I don't normally go out and spend no so much on just like so little i guess Neither like do I. I know that's why it was like also what? by the way i don't eat meat and a lot and she refused to tell him that she didn't eat meat so no, I, we, we were, were trapped like, we were trapped also yeah like they brought the food out and then told us like there was nothing on the website there was no backing out mm. at this point they were basically mumbling i felt like i just like signed my soul over to the devil we did so and in that, we just decided to make the best of the experience. And we did. No, because there was no going back. Like, at this point, we We're had like, a sip it. of the drink that was fucking $15. Phenomenal cocktail, though. It was very, very nice. But I don't know if I would do it again for $15. Well, then we got so, espresso martinis for an extra $2 each. I was going to save that to the very end. Because that was the highlight. But anyway, so they bring out the, the menu. And we're looking at it. And it's just like top of the line shit. Like they're like, okay, for your main course, it's either the steak or you can add the Wagyu for 95 uh -huh. extra dollars. We're like, oh yeah, no, that sounds great. The guy walks away. I'm like, no, we can't fucking do that. There's no way we can do that. Like we're trapped. So 
like Alyssa said, we did make the we did make the situation the best out of it. We, and we actually, could not stop laughing the entire no, we time. No, we it, <laughs> it was like too expensive to breathe there. I was like, uh, we stuck out like breathing. sore thumbs. Like my forty dollars Zara dress didn't live up to we its standards. Stop. We did. No, no we, we did. We did, but not compared to everybody else there. They were old. So the meals come out. Everything was great. I mean, honestly, it was fantastic. They had mm-hmm. a soft shell crab dish that was just the to plates, die for. Even just the plates itself. This, uh, everything was beautiful. Salmon, so salmon is one of my favorite meals. Mm-hmm. This smoked salmon was the one of the best things I've ever tasted. And it was so tiny. Like, it was just like a perfect. It was like a perfectly portioned <laughs> salmon. I've yeah. never seen anything like it. It was like gorgeous. It. <laughs> and talk about a best friend. The So then the, the little filet came out. And I like cut it up into pieces to like make it known that like I was like you know oh because we had also eighteen servers that were coming over in every five seconds in shifts like every five seconds yeah. I'm telling sure you top of the line everything. I mean they came and they scraped all the crumbs off they gave us new silverware for every freaking dish yep. like it was it was it, I mean it was really nice to experience but like we said it's very out of our realm yeah um. <laughs> But Alyssa just housed my fillet. I she just like, she, she was cutting it up. I'm like, oh god! I was like, I can have some of that. Ha- she housed her fillet, and then as a best friend, housed mine because to, I didn't to want to them show. to come by and be like, what was <laughs> wrong with it? Because Gabby exactly. refused to tell I them can't. that she didn't eat meat. She's like, I can't tell them. I go, Gabby, you have to tell them. <laughs> And she refused to. So to cover up that secret, I had to eat her meat. All I can envision is her just her. And also, like, like, I didn't even like I was already so full. Yeah, she looked like a I was like, I don't even want this. Chewing this steak over and over. (laughs) So then that was the final that was the final dish. And of course, we had dessert included, so we're like, "Oh Jesus, all right, all right, let's just hurry up, let's we'll finish just the dessert, the f- and we'll get out." Yeah. And this hot waiter just had to stop on by no. and say, "You know what, ladies? No, this is the last course. But I'm just gonna let you know. I recommend pairing this with." And before he could Wait, even say what, because he also before that sentence, he asked us if we wanted any other drinks. Gabby oh, yeah, and yeah. I were ve- we're very we were like we no said, way. No. We were like you know what? Like we just ate so much. Rather we get a drink the somewhere dessert. else. We'll get we'll go out somewhere else and get a drink. Right. We were not sold on it. We said no to him, and he backed there, up. He's like, I understand. And then he and like then he, he like kind of left and then came back because he had like like an he intuition. Knew. He knew, and he said two words. The two words that would get me and Alyssa to commit to this. And he walks over and he goes. I know I you highly, just said no. I know but you just said no, but I highly recommend pairing this with the espresso martini. <laughs> this motherfucker couldn't even get the word martini out of his mouth when I said we'll take two. Right, like, like it why would we ever say down, no to espresso just, martini? No, and listen, I'm glad we did because it was one of the best espresso oh, martinis so I have ever had. And I was like also expecting him. I'm like he's gonna want us to pair this with some like liqueur that you like like a fernet or something like yeah. a cordial that you just right right to, right like uh, digestive. That's what I was looking for. And I'm like. He could have said any other no word, but he named our Achilles heel. Yes, and we had to take yes. it. But I look back at it now, and it was a great memory. And actually, when you do tastings at Zero George, they give you because their their tastings are new every single time, which is really cool. It shows mm-hmm. you how impressive Boosh. they are in high end. So we ended up keeping the uh, tasting menu. Yeah, we're gonna frame it. We're gonna frame it, and we're gonna write our intentions on the back of it, and then every year. We're we're uh, that's the thing like that now we made it a tradition yeah. every year we're gonna spend just out just money. out of principle yeah we're like we're never gonna we're not gonna avoid this place ever we're literally gonna come back here every single year every and do year. the tasting because <laughs> it was just so funny to us that it, we're like it was it really was hilarious like we just and we're like the principal we're like you know what 
fuck the universe for bringing us here. Fuck this Daisy menu. We're going to come back it. here <laughs> every single year for the rest of our lives. For the rest of our lives. We'll show them. <laughs> By spending hundreds of dollars <laughs> on a tasty menu. And I couldn't even eat the main course. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we're, we'll really show oh, them. We'll show them. But no, like we said, it's it's such a memory now. And it like... I'll, yeah. like, I know I'll never forget I'll that. I'll never forget it. And it was it. so much fun. Everything else about that trip was just... the Everything was just icing. Like, everything was just, like, getting yeah. better and better. And yeah. even though Zero George was such a different vibe than the restaurants we went to, it was icing in its own way. It was just, like, the, the conversation, the vibe, the our, it being our yeah. last night and us going, like, fully yeah. indulging yeah. in everything. And it's a very... It's a very I mean, the, the city downtown does have a lot of other colleges, too. Mm-hmm. So it has a very young kind of vibe, which yeah. is nice. Like, obviously, you get, like, the very college vibes that you usually get. Uh-huh. But then you go a couple neighborhoods down, and, and it reminds you of, like, if you're from the Philadelphia area, like, it reminds you of, like, Fishtown, Northern Liberties mm-hmm. area. You have a little bit of, like, Center City. You have a little bit of, like, the old, you know, mom-and-pop stuff, like, South Philly. Like, it's very similar in that way, which was really comforting, yeah. I think, because it, yeah. it, it was like taking Philadelphia and just moving it to a warmer area. Yeah. With less congested and nicer With, yes. people. And pe- people were really nice. Mm-hmm. We met a lot of nice people. And the funny thing is in Charleston, a lot of people moved to Charleston. Yeah, there was we no met, one really from Charleston. We met like two locals mm-hmm. from every interaction, whether it was a restaurant worker, um, a waiter, an Uber driver, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So... A lot of people were from Boston. Yeah, a lot of Boston, Virginia. Uh Uh-huh. DC, Florida. DC, Florida. Yeah. It's a great hub. It is a great hub. It's your future hub. I know. I can't I still can't believe it. That's why like it's so weird like announcing it. But that is my decision. That's what law school I will be attending in August. I have not signed a lease yet, but I did um apply for both apartments and got approved. So it's just a matter of me deciding which one yeah. yeah and listen they're bo- she's deciding between a good situation and a good situation like they're both top of the line places they had almost everything off of her checklist so i just have like commitment issues okay <laughs> and i am always worried about chasing something so i just want to get all of my ducks and my ducks's ducks and my ducks's ducks, ducks. and your ducks's ducklings <laughs> in a- ducklings yes <laughs> all of them in a row um before like actually signing but i'm going yeah I'm, I'm moving there yeah starting law school everything's great Just doing it's it gonna be fine i have a couple <laughs> questions for you oh what are the questions um what is the one food you're gonna miss the most from pizza the fi- uh, pizza. pizza no but we did we so Alyssa like had was a cunt yeah Alyssa <laughs> had Alyssa had to make sure that she maybe can we can cut that out that one decent mean, s- one decent slice of pizza in charleston if she did crave it we ended up finding a really decent place for pizza but the service oh, yeah. was horrendous yeah no she was just really mean um i'm a, she was just like a young kid i don't really think she cared but the slice of pizza was it was a new york style pizza it was like a seven out of ten yeah i could eat it i think i'm gonna miss how accessible like all different kinds of food because yeah. i don't like i we haven't we didn't have italian down there is there like Italian restaurants usually? Like, are they? Um, I think it's probably not some... so much as like. Yeah, it's, it's not, not known. Yeah, but I think I think there are some good. Dishes I love there. I love Italian. I love pizza. Yeah. So that's just like going to be a little bit harder to find. I also, I love Wawa. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to mail. That's you like some my drunk food of choice. But I I mail you pretty, some of their I bread eat, and butter. I love seafood and their though. Soft so I think it'll be a change. But like, yeah, at least you know a the severely food is good. welcome change. The yeah. food is. 
fantastic. I can't stop. I literally cannot stop thinking about the fried chicken. <laughs> Again, shout out Leon's. Um, is there a favorite activity that you're going to miss? No. Great. That's I, easy. No. <laughs> I don't. There's no. I really don't. It's so weird because I, I think I just spent so much. Obviously, I mean, I, I know I have spent so much of my Philly time working. Yeah. Um. So that just like took up a lot of my life here. Yeah. I everything is just so fast paced. It'll be really interesting to see what my routine is. Right. Because like I obviously because of quarantine and the pandemic, my routine slowed down so much. But I could, I wasn't like you couldn't do anything. You couldn't yeah. leave. So I'm just like curious what I'm gonna do with my free time with studying and like. Yeah. Am I gonna be somebody that likes to go to the park and read? I don't know. I haven't We're done it test yet. Test it out. Um. I will miss obviously brunching with my friends and yeah. Sunday fun daying. Yeah. And so yeah, so there you go. That's an activity. Yeah, that's my activity. What about <laughs> is there a specific class or like law program that you know that you're going to learn that you're most excited about? No, I haven't even like I said Looked it's the curriculum I'm like or no, I'm Kay. compartmentalizing. Okay. That's that's maybe like for my June stresses. Is there <laughs> a new activity that you are excited to experience in Charleston as a new resident? I think uh not i think i'm just i keep picturing myself just walking downtown yeah and like just like walking everywhere like the fact that the law school is downtown mm -hmm. and i will have a parking spot downtown yeah so i'm just like really excited to like walk and get coffee like right. do like my work at the coffee shop or go to the park or just literally just walk up and down king that's street awesome. and yeah, I think that would be my activity. I don't know what they're cool. they normally no, do in Charleston. To too, I was also thinking about doing like a workout class, like maybe every week, like somewhere oh, different. Oh yeah, they have just good to, workout. Yeah, um, just to like too. try some other things. Maybe That's I'll go. Cool. Maybe I'll take up Pilates. Ooh, All Pilates. The hot people do Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> don't take up running though. I can't. My, I have really bad knees. Their cobblestones are. Horrendous. Yeah, I'd be scared. I'm. I almost up breaking my leg. Last time we went. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other question. Is there any food that you're looking forward to either trying there or eating again there? The fried chicken. There you go. That's it. Again, shout out Leon's. I do. I haven't tried barbecue there yet, to be honest. So I, that was one thing that we really didn't get. And I didn't even think about it when we were down there. I don't really eat barbecue. Yeah. So that's probably why yeah. too. Like we're just such seafood people. Yeah. But I heard that Rodney Scott's is such a good barbecue place. Ooh, Rodney Scott's. And so that's on my list to, cause I, I'm going down in July with the fam. With the fam. To like, again, see it, show them around my new place. Your new place. <laughs> well, I think that's a perfect way to end this episode. Yeah, so, you yes. guys got me crying. Yeah, we got Found snaps, out where I'm snaps, going. Snaps for Liz on her new journey. Um, I know I can speak on behalf of probably anybody who's listening that, you know, we're really proud of her and Thank it's you. exciting. And, you know, everybody, make sure you reach out and wish her, you know, Obviously, we'll keep you guys updated on the oh process. Yeah, we'll keep you guys updated. We'll maybe do like another episode like when I like officially like move yeah. and like how Gabby and I are like gonna I guess pivot our friendship a little bit to like cater to our yes, new Yes, we're gonna have scheduled new Zoom calls, yeah. scheduled phone calls. Um and then obviously, you know, we're gonna we're we're in the middle of figuring out how to do some episodes virtual. Mm -hmm. Um but the plan is to continue to do as much um in person, in -person as episodes. Possible um because we have control of that mm -hmm. and we're gonna make it happen and we can also re pre-record a bunch of episodes yeah too. it's on so our yeah. list yeah so we're not worried about it um so we hope you enjoyed this episode of uh, Alyssa's update on her law school life and journey thank you thank you all right <laughs> well we gotta wrap this up because she has to go ahead to a shift yep all right thanks well, for listening <laughs> see you all next week bye, bye.